Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. This podcast consists of about 7 to 10 minutes on the weekly parasha, hence the name 7-Minute Torah. Some weeks it's just me, and other weeks I'm in conversation with another rabbi or a Jewish thought leader. Thanks for listening. Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, everyone. I've been re-watching The West Wing lately. Some of you might have seen it. It's that late 90s, early 2000s TV show about the president and his staff in the West Wing of the White House. used to be my very favorite TV show. There's a lot biblical there, not least that President Josiah Bartlett is named for the Israelite reformer King Josiah. That could be a whole other podcast. But the reason I bring it up today is because I was watching an episode just this week where the president receives a visit from his childhood priest. He's trying to make a decision about whether to act in a certain situation, and the priest tells him this story. I've used this story in sermons for 20 years now and had actually forgotten that I got it from a fictional priest in the West Wing. You'll see in a moment why I'm bringing this up. The story goes like this. A man is sitting in his house, and he hears a radio report that a flood is coming. Get out of town, the radio report says. The man says to himself, I'm a religious person. I pray God will take care of me. Well, the waters start to rise, and so the man goes up on the roof of his house. He sees a rowboat coming down the street, rowing down the street, and the person in the rowboat calls to him, jump in and we'll row you to safety. The man calls back to them, I'm a religious person, I pray God will save me. The waters continue to rise and a helicopter comes by. They throw down a ladder and they say to him, hold on to the ladder and we'll fly you away to safety. He calls up to them, I'm a religious person, I pray God will save me. He dies goes to heaven. And when he gets to heaven, he demands an audience with God. He says to God, I'm a religious person. I pray, why didn't you save me? And God says to him, I sent you a radio report, a helicopter, and a guy in a rowboat. What else do you want from me? The point of the story, of course, is that you can't always wait around for a miracle to happen or for God to act. Sometimes you have to act in the world and maybe even to consider God to be acting through our human actions. I bring this up because this week we're reading Parshat Bishalach, which tells the story of the greatest miracle in the Jewish story, and that is the parting of the Red Sea. The Israelites are on their way out of Egypt and on their way out of slavery. Last week, we read about the ten plagues and about Moses' ongoing tussle with the Pharaoh and finally the decision to leave. This week, we read that as they are on their way out of Egypt, the Pharaoh has a change of heart. The Egyptians came in pursuit after them, all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen. They chase them to the banks of the Red Sea, where Moses lifts up his staff at God's behest, and the Israelites march through on dry land. Then when the Egyptians try to pass through, we all know the story, they are drowned in the sea, and the Israelites are finally free from slavery. 
This is the foundational epic of Jewish identity. This is the story that tells us who we are and where we come from and what we believe. It's the story we tell around the Passover Seder. It's the story that the Torah tells over and over again, reminding us that we need to build a more just society because we were slaves and then we were freed. The story of the Exodus sits at the center of so much of Judaism, which makes it really interesting that it's a miracle story. The story that's told here is one of God doing miraculous things. We even have a hint of that in our prayer book, in the daily service where we sing the Micha Mocha, which comes from this week's Parsha, referring to God as Nora Tehilot Ose Fele, the one who does wondrous or miraculous things. Now, on the one hand, that could be inspiring, the idea that God cared enough about us to part the Red Sea and move us through to slavery. But on the other hand, it could be seen as confusing or arbitrary or even disempowering. If you can't make a miracle, if you can't pray hard enough to get God to bend the laws of nature, then what's the point? The rabbis seem to have had a struggle like this also, which is why they tell a story that moves the source of the miracle from God to human beings. This is from the Talmud, Tractate Sota, page 37a. So it's a rabbinic story written centuries and centuries after the Torah. The story is that when Moses lifts up his hands to part the sea, nothing happens. And that the tribes all look at each other saying, I'm not going to be the first one to go in. I'm not going to be the first one to go in either. And while they were arguing, it says, Nachshon, the son of Aminadav of the tribe of Judah, sprang forward and descended into the sea. Now, I've heard dramatic tellings of this story where the water slowly rises as Nachshon walks his way into the sea, where he's singing the words of Micha Mocha, praising God as he marches forward. That's not actually what it says in the Midrash or in the Talmud's version. What it says in the Talmud is that as Nachshon marched forward with the water rising over his head, Moses was busy praying. God said to Moses, Yedidai tovim vayam v'atama arich My beloved ones are drowning in the sea and you're prolonging your prayer to me? Daber el b'nei Israel u. Speak to the Israelite people and go forward. So according to this story, the miracle wasn't arbitrary. It was when Nachshon stepped into the sea that the waters parted. It was when someone decided to act that a miracle happened. You might say that God worked through the actions of this individual. We meet Nachshon elsewhere in the Torah. He's a chieftain, he's a prince, he's a kind of an exalted figure. And according to the rabbis, at least, his exalted status is the result of the fact that he was willing to act in this moment. He was willing, you might say, to do God's work, to bring a miracle into the world. So some of the lesson of the Midrash here is that you have to make your own miracles. You have to do God's work here on earth, right? I sent you a rowboat and I sent you a helicopter. What else do you want from me? Judaism has long said that we humans are partners in tikkun olam, partners in repairing the world. Our job is not to sit around and hope and pray and wait for God to make the world a better place. It's to act, to repair, to do God's work here on earth. 
we live in a deeply imperfect world. You might say we're always trying to make our way out of Egypt. And so we're all expected from time to time to be nachshon, to do what we can to make this world a little better than it is. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Hey there, Rabbi Micah Streifer here. I want to invite you to continue the conversation in our new Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search 7-Minute Torah Listen and Discuss. Then you can join the group and join the conversation. See you there. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment. And please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.